Welcome to the Fab and Flawed Podcast. I'm Jen of Genro Coaching, and I'm a certified life coach. My goal is to help you find the thoughts that are holding you back and access the thoughts that will move you forward. Let's go. Hello, everyone. It's Genro here. And today I want to talk to you about affirmations. Um, you know, I love an affirmation. I'm a big fan. I use affirmations. I've uh, played with the concept for years and years and years. Um, But today I want to talk to you a little bit about why maybe your affirmations aren't working. And the reason why I wanted to explore this topic is because I have a lot of affirmations. And over the years, I've found that some of them really work for me. Some of them don't work for me. And I wanted to kind of dig a little bit on what was holding me up on some of them and what was working with others. So anyway, so number one, let me just define for you what an affirmation is in case you don't know. An affirmation, and or, or more specifically, a positive affirmation, are positively loaded phrases or statements used to challenge unhelpful or negative thoughts, which is great, right? That sounds great. I'm all for challenging the negative thoughts over and over and time and time again. In this podcast, we really discuss and dive into how much our thoughts affect everything we do. In fact, it affects it just it does it affects everything you do right a negative thought will not lead to positive feelings and actions and will ultimately kind of stop you and your growth and results right so it's really important to really go after those uh negative thoughts so you know you would think on paper every affirmation is great and that's going to help but the problem is is i think that there's a few different reasons of why um some affirmations don't really land with you. I mean, I think sometimes you'll nail the affirmation, you know, right on the head and you'll get it right right from the get-go. But there are other times where some of these affirmations you have might feel hollow, fake, ineffective. They might feel like a little bit of a waste of time, really not worth the effort. And often when we feel all of those things, we just kind of let go of doing any kind of affirmation work at all. So well, I do believe in uh, affirmations. I also think that we have to figure out what how to do them correctly to serve us best, right? So here are a few things that I think are common issues when it comes to affirmations not really working in your favor um, as much as they could or at all, right? So number one, I think sometimes we have too many affirmations. I will say that I'm super guilty of this, and this is something I had to really examine a couple of weeks ago because I do index cards for my affirmations. Like I, I, I take index cards and I, I write out my affirmations. And then every morning I'd look at my, these little note cards and at night, look at these note cards. And this is kind of a practice I learned from Jack Canfield, who I will speak about a couple of times in this podcast because, and this specific episode, especially because he is really big on affirmations and it was life-changing when I found them originally through Jack Hanfield's uh, Success Principle book. But in any case, I would write out these note cards. And at one point, I think I had like 35 note cards, right? So I'm going through and I'm doing the affirmations and I'm trying to do them and think through them. But after a while, it became kind of overwhelming and almost like work because I've got 30 or 40 cards I'm looking at. And it was just too much. I mean, imagine you're at like an all-you-can-eat buffet and there's a hundred of your favorite foods out. There's no way you can appreciate and enjoy all 100 
of those foods, right? So what happens is if you're going to try to enjoy all 100 of those foods, you're not really enjoying any of them because you're taking a bite here, you're taking a bite there, you're getting full. Oh no, I'm only on food number 10. I'm never going to get to 100. And your brain just starts to become really overwhelmed with all of these choices and and things. And now you're just kind of full and, and done and you've grazed and you really haven't been able to really... Um, dig deep into any of your favorite foods, right? And I think that our brains can only handle so much at a time before it begins to feel this overwhelming sense of fatigue. So for me, I really have been very um, inspired to whittle down my affirmations. And I really whittled them down to three. And I think that if you have three to five affirmations, you have a better chance of actually believing that, which really brings me to the number two thing that I think holds us back when it comes to our affirmations. I think your affirmation sometimes won't resonate because you don't really fully believe it on a deep level. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't start affirming concepts that aren't fully clear for you yet, but if your brain keeps rolling its eyes and you're not challenging it at the idea of that ever really being possible, there's no way this affirmation is ever going to take hold. Like if you, for example, your affirmation is on December 1st, 2023, I'm going to be a billionaire, right? Now I'm not saying it can't happen. I'm not, but your brain, if you're like most people, it's automatically going to go to, there's no way you could be a billionaire. You don't even have a job yet, or you don't like what you're doing and your job only pays you 60 grand a year. And how are you going to do If your brain is automatically going to like all the reasons why your affirmation isn't going to ever work, it, it, you're never going to wrap your head around it. So you have to be really careful and um, purposefully creating affirmations that feel believable and that you can believe. And I think that part of the way you have to do this is like, you have to like, kind of look at the like, and again, this is why I think having a limited amount of meaningful affirmations is the way to go. Because I think that the biggest part of affirmations is taking the time to visualize what you are affirming. And I'll tell you a story. Again, this is a Jack Canfield thing. One of my affirmations uh, when after reading the success principles was t- I would be a runner and I was going to run a half marathon. And that affirmation came from an earlier chapter of goal making. But in any case, you know, when I signed up for this half marathon and when I decided to make this a goal, I was way overweight. I had never run before for a second in my life. And of course, my brain went right to there's no friggin' way. You came and run around the block. You could barely tie your shoes. You're out of shape. You've never run before. My brain offered up all of that shit, right? It was not completely believable at first. But what happened is I did that affirmation and I focused on all of the ways I could make it happen. So when my brain would offer like, you don't know how to run and you're fat and you're this and all of the the things, you know, I start to visualize. And this is, I think, the key to like affirmations is really seeing the steps. So when I would affirm I'm going to run a half marathon, I would see the training plan in my head. I would see putting on my sneakers and going to the gym. I would feel all of the obstacles. I would feel myself getting tired and out of breath and maybe having to slow down my run. I would see myself refilling my water bottle. I would see myself having to look outside and see the rain and run in the rain, perhaps. I saw myself connecting with other runners. I saw myself getting leg cramps and how would I overcome that? 
And I think that when it comes to being affirmative, it's really important to not just focus on like what the outcome is, but what the journey to that outcome might look like. And again, you're not always going to know. You're not always going to know if your goal is to start a business. You know, it might be a little fuzzy at first. You might be visualizing creating an email list. You might visualize creating a Facebook page. You might visualize, you know, going to the bank and setting up your banking account. But the the importance here is visualizing some steps, because then when you do that, your brain starts to fill in the gap to get you to what you're affirming and visualizing and going for. So, um, you know, I think that that's one of the other uh, things that you have to really work out is just, you know, taking your affirmation and being able to believe in it. Um, and like I said, you don't have to believe in it all at once, but you, your brain has to be able to fill in some gaps or else it's just never going to take hold. So finally, okay. So now Jack Canfield says that you have to also uh, make sure that your affirmation is specific. Um, like instead of saying, like, if you want to lose weight, instead of affirming, I am at goal, he thinks you should say something like, I'm grateful that I've lost 25 pounds and feel that and visualize that. And I am kind of yes and no about that. Um, I think that there is a definite, um, what's the word I'm looking for? A definite advantage to being as super specific as possible, but you have to be careful of who you are and what the goal is. For me, sometimes being specific, too specific would leave me feeling um, a little bit like more doubtful than I would need to, right? And again, that, that might be thought work that I have to work on, but if you are following Jack Hanfield, he would say be super specific. Um, and the other thing that Jack Hanfield teaches that I really like, and this is really like, the fourth thing um, that you have to be careful about when setting your affirmations and why they might not be working out for you is you have to watch that your affirmation is actually not in a negative format, right? So Jack Canfield teaches this in, a, in his success principles that your brain actually sees pictures. And sometimes it's not necessarily about what you're desiring or what your goal is. It's more like the picture that comes in your head. So let me explain. So like, for example, say you smoke cigarettes, your affirmation might be like, I don't, I don't smoke cigarettes anymore, right? But the problem is, is your brain doesn't see the don't part so much. All it sees is smoking cigarettes. So now you are visualizing actually smoking cigarettes. And another way to kind of demonstrate that is it's like, for example, um, you know, if you say, I don't see pink elephants, did your brain just see kind of try see a pink elephant or an elephant or the color pink? Probably, possibly most of us do. So you want to kind of always like create pictures in your brain that actually supports your goals and not works against them. So for example, in the case of smoking cigarettes, you might have an affirmation that says, I am living a healthy lifestyle that makes breathing easier, right? Because now you're are envisioning like, a healthy lifestyle and what that might look like. And that might be taking walks and getting some vitamin D and having your vitamins and eating healthy foods, right? And breathing deep and feeling it good in your lungs, right? So an affirmation should always be thought of in a more positive sense and trying to avoid the negativeness that you're trying to escape. If, for example, you're trying to lose weight, um, a bad example might be like, 
I'm not fat anymore, right? Because now you're just putting that into your brain. And again, I don't see any problem with body weight or um, how you want to see yourself. But if your goal is to lose weight, you have to be really careful about the way you affirm that, right? So for me, um, I currently have three affirmations that have started to really serve me well. And I've noticed this in the last like two weeks. And that's kind of what brought this whole topic up for me today. Um I changed my af- an affirmation like I'm also on a weight loss journey and I kept trying to visualize like I'm you know I'm losing weight I'm at my goal weight all of these things but for some reason they couldn't really um take hold for me and I just made a slight switch in my thought and it's now I love my healthy body and I love making choices for my body from love and I don't know what it is about this. Af- well, I do know what it is about this affirmation. I love this because, you know, a lot of times I'll just shorten it to I love my healthy body um, because it's believable for me, number one. And I take all the pressure off of being skinny and, and you know, the scale and all the drama that comes up for it. Right? If I love my healthy body and I want to do and make choices that loves and supports my healthy body, it's going to give me pause before I eat something, before I decide whether I'm going to take an extra walk in a day or meditate in the morning. I'm serving my healthy body because I love it, not because of a a necessary weight outcome or scale, you know, drama, you know, and to me, like being able to come from that place of love for my healthy body is just an affirmation I can believe and I can support. So that's, um, you know, that's an affirmation that has been working for me and actually helping me lose weight now. (laughs) Because every time I drink a glass of water or eat a salad or decide not to eat some something crappy and processed and and make like a, a better decision in my food, it's coming from a place of love and not punishment and not have to have to have to lose weight. Um, so that that's been working for me. And another affirmation that I've um, currently been adopting is I'm a successful life coach who loves herself and others. Because you know, I'm still at the very beginning of my life coaching journey, I'm still building my practice, I'm still trying to figure out, you know, the exact road ahead. But I know that I'm a successful life coach because I've done a lot of studying. I've been studying this stuff for years. I'm passionate about it. I'm passionate about helping others and I'm passionate about my own self growth. So for me, like putting in the word, like I'm successful life coach, it really gives me permission to try new things and, you know, experiment with different types of concepts. And, you know, it's all coming from a place of love for you and for me. And, um, It gives me the motivation in the morning to get up and keep going, even when, you know, I'm feeling a little bit, um, you know, tentative or fearful or what will people say? Um, I am, you know, creating my first workshop, which will be launched next week, next Sunday. I have a workshop next Sunday's, uh, you know, going to be the first time I ever do. I think it's April 22nd or April 23rd. I forgot. Now I got to look at the calendar, but uh, yeah, it's April 23rd. So my first workshop is April 23rd. And, you know, like there's definitely some like, oh my goodness, or, or am I going to be able to help the people who come to the workshop? Are they going to like it? Is my, are, are my materials on point? You know, so, you know, taking a deep breath and affirming that I'm a successful life coach who loves herself self and others kind of reminds me that I'm coming from a place of love for all of us and we will get stronger and better. And then finally, um, and this kind of ties into the last affirmation, my third uh, affirmation right now is I'm excited to, uh, I'm excited to learn and take risks 
and be willing to make mistakes. And I think I, that I might have to rework that now that we just talked about the negative, right? Mistakes might be um, too much of a loaded word, but um, for me, that just means maybe it's just I'm excited to learn and take risks. How about that? But well, I think I'm willing to make mistakes though too. I might keep that in there. I'll play with that. But the point here is is why I like this affirmation is because I'm willing to, you know, put myself out there. I'm willing to, you know, be scrutinized and judged and I'm willing to take the risks and I'm excited to learn more stuff. I'm always open to what else can I, you know, put in my toolbox so I could help myself and others. And I'm willing to make mistakes. And I think that that's been a big transformation for me because I think what's always held me back is fear of failure and a fear of making mistakes. But if I can make a mistake and learn from them, and if I'm willing to make mistakes and fail, well, then the sky's the limit because I can't be hurt by that anymore. I just like take as a learning lesson. I, you know, feel the feeling um, appropriately maybe in a minute, but I don't make it mean that I'm a mistake or I'm a failure. I just, you know, I'm willing to do that because it's for the greater, greater good of being the best life coach I can be so I can ultimately serve others. So anyway, I hope that you guys got something out of today's episode. Um, you know, definitely drop me a line. Let me know what some of your affirmations are uh, or just let me know what you think. Hope you have a great rest of the day and I will talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you like what you're hearing, please subscribe to my show so you'll never miss an episode. Apple users reviews are always appreciated. And for more information on coaching events or just to say hi, please visit me at my website at genrocoaching.com.